Welcome to Daily Audio Bible Chronological. Today's the 22nd day of November, and I'm Jill. So great to be here with you as we turn the page in the story of our lives, and we have turned the page in the story of the Word of God. And we will read it every day here together, individually, collectively, and in community until we get through the Bible together. And we are well on our way into the countdown within roughly 45-ish, give or take days, we will be through the Bible in a year if you started January 1st. If you didn't, not to worry, the Bible continues and you can jump in and start again. Don't read the Bible through one time and think that you're done. You don't eat once in your life and never to eat again. It is our daily bread. It fuels us for the day. It rejuvenates our mind, our soul, and our spirit. And we are so grateful that God's Word feeds us daily. We're going to jump into the scripture in just a second, but some of you are not here at the end for announcements. And I want to offer this real quick before we get started today because the window is closing. If you would like to share with the community how the Bible has transformed your life this year, you have an opportunity to do so. And we want to hear as a community how the Bible has transformed you. You get to hear from China and I every day, and we get to hear in terms of prayer and praise, but what has the Word of God done for you? This is just a beautiful collective story that we will tell together as a community, but you only have two more days to call in a very short window of opportunity this year. Uh, this was done last year for the first time, and it was such a highlight for me personally in the year that I wanted to continue it again. So two days, you have two days left before the window closes. Call 800-583-2164 or utilizing your app, hit the red circle button and Give us a minute, if you will, a minute 30, maybe in two minutes if you have to, of how the Bible has transformed your life. I promise you it'll be worth listening to. And even just if you have some downtime during the holidays, you'll want to listen to this. A couple of really simple ground rules. If you have a prayer request, make that a separate call. Don't put them both in the same one. Keep this call separate and one call per person. How has the Bible transformed your life? You have till Wednesday. So, call. Don't wait. You'll forget. Call. You can even pause the podcast right now. Go make the phone call and then come back. Let's dive into the Word. We're reading today James, one of my favorite books of the Bible, James chapters one through five. And it is not my favorite because it makes you feel real good. It's not a real feel good kind of book. It is a, it's a spanker and we're, you need to be warned. We're about to get spanked, but 
It is conviction that draws us to change. And that is what this journey through the Bible is all about. James 1 through 5, this week, we're reading the Christian Standard Bible. James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the 12 tribes dispersed abroad, greetings. Consider it a great joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you experience various trials, because you know that the testing of your faith produces endurance. And let endurance have its full effect so that you may be mature and complete, lacking nothing. Now, if any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God, who gives to all generously and ungrudgingly, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith without doubting, for the doubter is like the surging sea driven and tossed by the wind. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord, being double-minded and unstable in all his ways. Let the brother of humble circumstances boast in his exultation, but let the rich boast in his humiliation, because he will pass away like a flower of the field. For the sun rises, and together with a scorching wind, dries up the grass. Its flower falls off and its beautiful appearance perishes. In the same way, the rich person will wither away while pursuing his activities. Blessed is the one who endures trials, because when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. No one undergoing a trial should say, I am being tempted by God since God is not tempted by evil and he himself doesn't tempt anyone. But each person is tempted when he is drawn away and enticed by his own evil desire. Then after desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin. And when sin is fully grown, it gives birth to death. Don't be deceived, my dear brothers and sisters. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. By his own choice, he gave us birth by the word of truth, so that we would be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. My dear brothers and sisters, understand this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to anger, for human anger does not accomplish God's righteousness. Therefore, ridding yourselves of all moral filth and the devil that is so prevalent, humbly receive the implanted word which is able to save your souls. But be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. Because if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like someone looking at his own face in a mirror. For he looks at himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of person he was. But the one who looks intently into the perfect law of freedom and perseveres in it, and is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer who works, this person will be blessed in what he does. If anyone thinks he is religious without controlling his tongue, his religion is useless, and he deceives himself. Pure 
and undefiled religion before God the Father is this, to look after orphans and widows in their distress, and to keep oneself unstained from the world. My brothers and sisters, do not show favoritism as you hold on to the faith in our glorious Lord, Jesus Christ. For if someone comes into your meeting wearing a gold ring and dressed in fine clothes, and a poor person dressed in filthy clothes also comes in, if you look with favor on the one wearing the fine clothes and say, sit here in a good place, and yet you say to the poor person, stand over there or sit here on the floor by my footstool, haven't you made distinctions among yourselves and become judges with evil thoughts? Listen, my dear brothers and sisters, didn't God choose the poor in this world to be rich in faith and heirs of the kingdom that he has promised to those who love him? Yet you have dishonored the poor. Don't the rich oppress you and drag you into court? Don't they blasphemy the good name that was invoked over you? Indeed, if you fulfill the royal law prescribed in the scripture, love your neighbor as yourself, you are doing well. If, however, you show favoritism, you commit sin and are convicted by the law of transgressors. For whoever keeps the entire law and yet stumbles at one point is guilty of breaking it all. For he who said do not commit adultery also said, do not murder. So if you do not commit adultery but you murder, you are a lawbreaker. Speak and act as those who are to be judged by the law of freedom. For judgment is without mercy to the one who has not shown mercy. Mercy triumphs over judgment. What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but does not have works? Can such faith save him? If a brother or sister is without clothes and lacks daily food, and one of you says to them, go in peace, stay warm, and be well fed, but you don't give them what the body needs, what good is it? In the same way, faith, if it does not have works, is dead by itself. But someone will say, you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith without works and I will show you faith by my works. You believe that God is one, good. Even the demons believe, and they shudder. Senseless person, are you willing to learn that faith without works is useless? Wasn't Abraham our father justified by works in offering Isaac his son on the altar? You see that faith was active together with his works and by works, Faith was made complete, and the scripture was fulfilled that says, Abraham believed God, and it was credited to him as righteousness, and he was called God's friend. You see that a person is justified by works and not by faith alone. In the same way, wasn't Rahab the prostitute also justified by works and receiving the messengers and sending them out by a different route? For just as the body without the spirit is dead, so also faith without works is dead. Not many should become teachers, my brothers, because you know that we will receive a stricter judgment. For we all stumble in many ways. If anyone does not stumble in what he says, 
he is mature, able also to control the whole body. Now if we put bits into the mouths of horses so that they obey us, we direct their whole bodies. And consider ships. Though very large and driven by fierce winds, they are guided by a very small rudder wherever the will of the pilot directs. So too, though the tongue is a small part of the body, it boasts great things. Consider how a small fire sets ablaze a large forest, and the tongue is a fire. The tongue, a world of unrighteousness, is placed among our members. It stains the whole body, sets the course of life on fire, and is itself set on fire by hell. Every kind of animal, bird, reptile, and fish is tamed and has been tamed by humankind. But no one can tame the tongue. It is a restless, evil, full of deadly poison. With the tongues we bless our Lord and Father, and with it we curse people who are made in God's likeness. Blessing and cursing come out of the same mouth. My brothers and sisters, these things should not be this way. Does a spring pour out sweet and bitter water from the same opening? Can a fig tree produce olives, my brothers and sisters, or a grapevine produce figs? Neither can a saltwater spring yield fresh water. Who among you is wise and understanding? By his good conduct he should show that his works are done in the gentleness that comes from wisdom. But if you have bitter envy and selfish ambition in your heart, don't boast and deny the truth. Such wisdom does not come down from above, but is earthly, unspiritual, demonic. For where there is envy and selfish ambition, there is disorder and every evil practice. But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peace-loving, gentle, compliant, full of mercy and good fruits, unwavering without pretense. And the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace by those who cultivate peace. What is the source of wars and fights among you? Don't they come from your passions that wage war within you? You desire and do not have. You murder and covet and cannot obtain. You fight and wage war. You do not have because you do not ask. You ask and don't receive because you ask with wrong motives so that you may spend it on your pleasures. You adulterous people, don't you know that friendship with the world is hostility toward God? So whoever wants to be the friend of the world becomes the enemy of God. Or do you think it's without reason that the scripture says, the spirit he made to dwell in us envies intensely, but he gives greater grace. Therefore, he says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Therefore, submit to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Be miserable and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves before the Lord and he 
will exalt you. Don't criticize one another, brothers and sisters. Anyone who defames or judges a fellow believer defames and judges the law. If you judge the law, you are not a doer of the law, but a judge. There is one lawgiver and judge who is able to save and to destroy. But who are you to judge your neighbor? Come now, you who say, today or tomorrow, we will travel to such and such city and spend a year there and do business and make a profit. Yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. What will your life be? For you are like a vapor that appears for a little while, then vanishes. Instead, you should say, If the Lord wills, we will live and do this or that. But as it is, you boast in your arrogance. All such boasting is evil. So it is to sin to know the good and yet not do it. Come now, you rich people. Weep and wail over the miseries that are coming on you. Your wealth has rotted and your clothes are moth-eaten. Your gold and silver are corroded and the corrosion will be a witness against you and will eat your flesh like fire. You have stored up treasures in the last days. Look, the pay that you withheld from the workers who mowed your fields cries out and the outcry of the harvesters has reached the ears of the Lord of armies. You have lived luxuriously on the earth and have indulged yourselves. You have fattened your hearts in a day of slaughter. You have condemned. You have murdered the righteous who does not resist you. Therefore, brothers and sisters, be patient until the Lord's coming. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth and is patient with it until it receives the early and the late rains. You also must be patient. Strengthen your hearts because the Lord's coming is near. Brothers and sisters, do not complain about one another so that you will not be judged. Look, the judge stands at the door. Brothers and sisters, take the prophets who spoke in the Lord's name as an example of suffering and patience. See, we count as blessed those who have endured. You have heard of Job's endurance and have seen the outcome that the Lord brought about. The Lord is compassionate and merciful. Above all, my brothers and sisters, do not swear either by heaven or by earth or with any other oath, but let your yes mean yes and your no mean no, so that you won't fall under judgment. Is anyone among you suffering? He should pray. Is anyone cheerful? He should sing praises. Is anyone among you sick? He should call for the elders of the church, and they are to pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. The prayer of faith will save the sick person, and the Lord will raise him up. If he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is very powerful in its effect. Elijah was a human being as we are, and he prayed earnestly that it would not rain, and for three years and six months it did not rain on the land. Then he prayed again, and the sky gave rain and the land produced its fruit. My brothers and sisters, 
If any among you strays from the truth and someone turns him back, let that person know that whoever turns a sinner from their error of his way will save his soul from death and cover a multitude of sins. Am I the only one rubbing my backside here? <laughs> I feel like this is a, a Claire Huxtable moment, if you will. Let the record show <laughs> James James came to play today. And there are too many points that I highlighted that I'm just gonna I'm just gonna leave I'm gonna just I'm gonna let James just simmer. He's he's sitting on the stove, he's on about medium to medium low, and he's he's just simmering on the stove. And the words have been let out of the pan and they're just they're just filling the room and words such as these, they come with a smell. And it might be a bit like I don't know, your favorite smell, like maybe pumpkin pie since it's almost Thanksgiving here in the United States. So it's like your favorite smell, campfire or pumpkin pie. And it's also underlying of like your grandmother's gardenia perfume. <laughs> gardenia perfume and really good pie. They're just, they're sitting in the same room together. And isn't that just like us? We say that we want truth. But usually we want to be right. And we usually want everyone to side with us or validate us so that we can assure our ego that we're right, which reveals we don't really want truth. We say that. We just want to be right. And so we hear these words. We hear these truths. And... I pray that we sit with them longer than just the smell of pumpkin pie and bad gardenia perfume can sit in a room before they dissipate. I pray that the truth lingers and deepens and sinks into hard places and softens them. Father, we thank you for your word today. And we hear the words of James, knowing that they are for a specific time, a specific place, and a specific people. But boy, they sure ring true today. I pray that we would be people that hear and put faith to action. We cannot just believe it is not enough to just believe without being the hands and the feet of Jesus being doers of the word and while we recognize we do not get our identity in our doing we are mindful that we must do we must love we must reach out so that people will know that we are yours. Thank you for how your word transforms us from the inside out. And may this word today transform us 
from the inside out, we pray. And I pray this now in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Daily Audio Bible. That's home base. That's the app. Check it out if you have not. Just a couple quick announcements. If you would like to partner with us, we are so grateful for your partnership. We thank you that we do not have to shoulder the load alone. If you're giving by mail, DAB PO Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee 37174, or you can give by way of your mobile app. Just hit the give icon. It's up at the top right hand corner of that app. And lastly, look for the give icon on the website. You know that you have two days left to call in and share with the community how the Bible has transformed your life. Also utilize those same principles at the beginning for prayer. You have two minutes on the prayer line. Hit submit, turn the wheel to chronological, and it will get to the right place. That's going to do it for me today. I'm Jill. We'll turn the page together tomorrow as we wind down this week in the United States and celebrate a beautiful day of Thanksgiving. And I get the pleasure this year of celebrating China's birthday this weekend on the mic. Looking forward to that. I'm Jill. We will turn the page together tomorrow. Until then, love one another. Hello, this is Unashamed of the Gospel. I wanted to call and give an update. Uh, My wife was able to uh, go and hear a healthy heartbeat. So our pregnancy is going well at 14 and a half weeks. I wanted to thank everyone that has uh, been praying for our pregnancy. I still uh, wish I could say anxiety wasn't high, but anxiety is pretty high with all the losses that we've been through in the past. I've truly been blessed to, to hear people praying for us and um, hope to continue to to give good news as we enter the the second trimester that uh, things are going well. So thank you for your prayers and have a blessed day. Good afternoon, DABC. This is the one who was healed. This is my first year listening to Chronological, and actually it's my first year ever reading or listening to the Bible in chronological order. Um, I have been so blessed. Thank you, Lady Jill. Thank you, China. Um, thank you, all your prayer warriors. Um, you truly are being the hands and feet of Jesus. Thank you. Um, would you please join with me in praying for my friend Nadine? She has uterine cancer and is currently in therapy. Um, it is her heart's desire to be healed. So would you please join with me in praying for her complete healing, restoration, strength, and endurance um, with um, just the multiple things, the therapy, um, diet, um, praying, um, just seeking the Lord. Please, would you join with me? Thank you, in Jesus' name. Hi, fellow Dab, Dabsy, um, Dabbers. Uh, this is Carrie Thompson, but you can call me his you can call me one beloved daughter. Um, 
<clears throat> excuse me I listen every day and I um I can relate to so much to so many of you from Brian and Jill in China and things that they say in their commentary uh, things that they've been through things that they understand the way that they just explain things about the Bible and <clears throat> excuse me oh what you know what the reading is for that day etc uh, time's ticking I have less than a minute here um, but I also feel that same way with all of you who <clears throat> I am so sorry for this um, but I can relate to all those that call in for prayer, those who call to pray for others, and uh, just your experiences and things. And uh, I pray along with you as I listen. Uh, the other thing, since I got 26 minutes, I'm going to try to say this real fast. Could you please pray for my dad's healing from his ankle surgery? And then me... I'm trying to learn how to know how to forgive and make my emotions line up with it because I feel like I'm not really obeying that command. Okay, love you all. Thank you. Bye. Three, two, one. Sign me out.